The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. 653. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello? There we go. How you doing? Nice to have you along for the ride today. If you want to participate, you can do so by dialing 1-888-900-3393. You can follow me on Twitter, at JeffyMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Instagram, at JeffyMRA. Been a busy week. Had the Facebook killer that really wasn't the Facebook killer. Yeah, just a killer. Aaron Hernandez... Killer who wasn't a killer this time, but just a killer. Uh, there was a breaking story that he wrote, left a letter to his boyfriend in prison. I haven't read the the death letter yet. Can't bring myself to do that. Both men ended their own lives, though. The Facebook killer that wasn't a Facebook killer, and Aaron Hernandez, who was a killer but wasn't a killer this time. Yeah, they both decided that it was time to end it north korea still in the crosshairs venezuela falling apart at the seams more historic horrific attacks in france more lost lives including police and our president donald trump responded Well, first of all, our condolences from our country to the people of France. Again, it's happening, it seems. I just saw it as I was walking in. So that's a terrible thing. And it's a very, very terrible thing that's going on in the world today. But it looks uh, like another terrorist attack. And uh, what can you say? It just never ends. And we have to be strong and we have to be vigilant. And I've been saying it for a long time. Heartfelt. Then we have the Alec Jones <clears throat> bitter custody trial here in Texas, and we'll get into the testimony of that uh, a little bit later on in the broadcast. Um, that will be fun. Then, uh, oh, well, we still have to build the wall, right? We're still going to build the wall, for heaven's sakes. We are sending people down there. We've got 
Mike Pence, Attorney General, down there, they're all dancing around, we're going to still build the wall. I mean, he said that. And I heard him give another speech in uh, Wisconsin about American jobs, buy American, work American, America's great. One good thing, though, one good thing, we were able to bypass death. I bet you didn't realize that you came close to death this week, did you? On Wednesday, an asteroid hurtled past Earth. I mean, it was, uh, you should have felt, you should have felt the wind, the fire, because it was, I mean, it was about a million miles away, and that's, that's too close. We should have blown it out of the sky. We should have blown it. The asteroid, known uh, as uh, 2014J025, but they call it the rock. You know, Dwayne, the rock. You smell what the rock is cooking. Mr. Superstar, Mr. I'm in every movie that makes $800 billion every time I make a movie. It was made because of him. I was named because of him. Because it's about 2,000 feet. Now, think of that. 2,000 feet. Those little asteroids fly around by the Earth all the time. Rocks. Little pebbles that would do damage to the Earth. And they put holes in the Earth when they, when they finally burn through the atmosphere. But something that big? They'll do some serious damage. But fortunately, fortunately for you and me, it, uh, it missed. Right? Because... I mean, we still want to celebrate Earth Day today, right? Right? Because it's Earth Day, and I want to celebrate. I mean, really, we should, I don't know, make every day Earth Day? But according to globalcitizen.org, there are... uh, there are ways that you can celebrate today without, you know, these are just ways that you can celebrate and you should do this every day. Like say, get a recycled bottle, water bottle. You do that, huh? You could start composting. And boy, what I got to tell you, what fun that is. You could, uh, oh, I know if you, as long as you're composting, you might as well plant a garden. You could, don't plant a tree. You could buy a tree certificate. Huh? <laughs> yeah. You could uh, build a birdhouse or start a bee farm. I mean, nothing says I love the earth more than a bee farm. You could make your home energy efficient. As to, these are just some ways you can celebrate Earth Day today. You could become a better grocery shopper. Huh? Now, now you want to celebrate Earth Day, become a better grocery shopper. You could enjoy nature. Oh, yeah. I mean, set aside a lot of time to enjoy nature this Earth Day. How about go for a hike, head to the beach, or just sit in a park and appreciate the moment. You could adopt part of the planet. I... NASA is letting you adopt part of the planet. So I thought, I know, I'll adopt part of the planet. I mean, I want to I celebrate. I want to be part of Earth Day. 
We're going to check in. There's marches on science and climate change and Earth Day going on in D.C. We'll check in on that later. But I wanted to be, you know, I want to have my little piece of the Earth, thanks to NASA. So I adopted it. They didn't ask for any money. I thought for sure they would. But they didn't ask for any money. It's a free adoption. Just go to the just go to the website. I'll, I'll, I'll click the link out and have my Twitter account. And you can adopt your little piece of the planet. Now, my piece, and they show you exactly where it is. My piece is uh, <clears throat> right off the east coast of Africa. I mean, I am happy about that because that's a good place to have. Now, it looks like it's... Not quite on land. Uh, apparently, I've adopted some portion of the ocean. Uh, but hey, good for me. Good for me. Because, I mean, what's going on over there? Nothing. Pirates, nothing. Terrorists, nothing. That's it. Nothing's going on over there on the east coast of Africa. Except just that, pirates and terrorism. Don't Don't worry about it. But I do have a slice of the earth now, thanks to NASA. So, got that going for me. Got that going for me. Now, you could, another way you could celebrate Earth Day today is express your love of Earth through art. (laughs) Yeah, I know, I know. You could clean up and help restore Earth. You know, pick up the trash. You know, there's billions of tons of trash just floating around in the ocean. Get a ship. Go out and pick some up. But really, you should just celebrate Earth Day every single day. Shouldn't you? Yes, you should. Yes, you should. Welcome to the broadcast. This is the Blaze Radio Network, the Jeff Fisher Show. You just heard from Michael Pelka. We will check in with uh, our uh, man uh, man in the march. Yeah, we'll just call it that, man in the march. Uh, in D.C. Uh, a little bit later in the broadcast. I, you heard uh, a little bit from him on the Michael Pelka show, uh, Doc Thompson. He apparently uh, was busy making signs, so he's not out part of the march yet. So we're looking forward to some some pictures and some stories uh, going on. Uh, my favorite, I think, is I'm with her, with uh, <laughs> uh, the sign of a picture of the earth. And that's uh, pretty darn good. And I'm sure there'll be plenty more that'll be well worth looking at as we want to help celebrate Earth Day today. Do your part. Like, I just did my part. I adopted a free piece of the ocean just off the east coast of Africa, thanks to NASA. I'm done. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951.
Jeff Fisher Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to figure out what makes the screen work in here. Hold on. I can't. All right. So we're remodeling the, the radio studios, and they're looking nice. And if you follow me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, you see I update it every week with a quick picture of how they're coming along. And they're, they're coming along nice. And we've got the, the tree stack of TVs in the corner here. But there's one big screen to my left that has our program that runs the network that can come up on the screen. No one knows how to make it work. It's just the screen. It's like the screensaver of the computer network. So there's like 18 mouses laying on this table next to me. Not one works. There's a remote to my left that works at least on, hold on, it looks it works on one TV. Does it work on another one? It just works on the top. <laughs> this remote works on the top television of the three-tier televisions. And, and I know you don't care. I'm sorry. But it's just something that's driving me crazy right now. So I'm doing it. Okay. But I've got to fix. I'm going to have to shut it off, find a way to just unplug it because it's going to drive me crazy that I can't actually see. I just keep looking at it, and it's just this screen that I want to see what's inside, behind the screen, and it won't let me do it. So, I mean, got that going for me. Did you see the new Calvin Klein ad? Lauren, if you want to talk about times that have changed... Right. I remember back in the day when Brooke Shields was, uh, you know, nothing comes between me and my Calvin Klein. And she was like 10. And everybody was all upset about, oh, my God, they've got this young girl doing this. And it's so horrible. And the Brooke was like, whatever. And it was great. It was a great ad campaign for Calvin Klein. Well, you want to know how times have changed? This year, 73-year-old Lauren Hutton. Now, you should know who she is. I mean, she's been... She's been around a long time, but uh, she's been in a number of, of movies and television, and she's done, you know, a model for, forever, and, but now she's part of the Calvin Klein underwear ad. America is wonderful. America is great. Now, I watched the ad, or at least I watched what they released as one of their ads, and I mean, I was, you know, I was hoping to... I won't go there. Never mind. She's not in a lot of the a lot of the ad. So most of the ad is not of seventy three year old women. We'll just leave it at that. Okay, we'll just leave it at that. But that's how America has changed, and along with the seventy three year old Calvin Klein uh, model, we have Julia Roberts. For the fifth time at 49 years old, named People Magazine's World's Most Beautiful Women. Okay, Julia, I love you, okay? You and me, we're on the same page. I love you. But People Magazine, come on now. Come on. There are just, here you go, search Instagram You'll find some of America's most beautiful women, okay? It's not Julia Roberts. We have plenty of actresses that can cover that base of the most beautiful the most beautiful woman on earth. On top of which, her interview about, hey, <laughs> so happy, and it's uh, the fifth time, and it's wonderful, and I really don't think about it, and everything's wonderful, 
She doesn't look as good as the regular photo on People magazine. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they doctored it. I'm not saying they airbrushed anything. I'm not saying they, you know, make up the whole magazine cover. None of that. I wouldn't. Far be it for me to say that. But she doesn't quite look as good as as the cover. Now, since I, you and I started this little segment with talking about, you know, ter- televisions and remotes that won't work and mouses that won't work and not connected to anything, one of the people that work on the show decided, oh my God, he's bitching about the one TV on the screen. I'm going to come in and fix it. I'll show him. So during the whole time I'm talking, he's in here working on the TV and I think, great, he's going to get it working. It's going to be great. He uh, left it with another screensaver on it. It's like a little marsupial. What is that? It's a, it's a, <laughs> is that a, is that, that's not a, it's a koala. It is a baby koala. Okay. I, it doesn't look like a koala bear to me. I got to go to the zoo more. Is what's got to happen. But for Earth Day, we're celebrating with the koala bear, which you can't see. Hold on. You're going to be, you're, you'll see it soon because I'm going to take a picture of my Earth Day celebration here in the studios. Just for you. And you can celebrate with us here at the Blaze Radio Network. Okay? And I'll give you what I'm looking at. Celebrate Earth Day. With my, and I'm going to leave my Coke Zero can and my water bottle that's not recycled in the picture. And you can celebrate Earth Day with us. Okay? All right. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Uh, you've got Lawrence Jones uh, coming up uh, immediately following this broadcast. Then Mike Slater. Uh, Joe Pags, all on the Blaze Radio Network on uh, your Saturday lineup. No need to, uh, no need to go anywhere else uh, except right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Now there were several headlines that really kind of threw me uh, over the weekend and over the week, and uh, one of my favorites was uh, from uh, Vanity Fair, and. <laughs> Uh, a article that was written by uh, T.A. Frank. And I, I really I appreciate uh, uh, I appreciate T.A. Frank simply because the headline of his article was, uh, please God, stop Chelsea Clinton from whatever she is doing. And I must say, I agree wholeheartedly. But you're not going to be able to stop her. You know that, right? There is no way you are going to stop Chelsea Clinton. She'll be in Congress in a blink of an eye. I told you already, you didn't think Hillary was out blasting her mouth and making appearances for her, do you? No, it's for Chelsea. And every little article is about her little book. She's got another new book coming out. She's got a book in paper. She just reads so darn much. She's got so many books on her Kindle. And she just, she's just, just darn smart. She's a mother this working mom, she's out there doing it for you. Now there's, and she saw how to make a millions from mom and dad as you set up the, the Clinton Foundation all over again. And it will just be the Chelsea Clinton Foundation. And this time it'll be even better than what mom and dad did. It'll be great. And she's got 
glossy magazine profiles. She's just so darn nice and good. We just can't wait to get her part of our government life. Because she's going to be there. Count on it. And she's friends with Ivanka. Ivanka will see to that. Don't you kid yourself. She'll be in Congress within a year. Well, I, I'm trying to think. I'll, I'll look it up uh, in the break exactly when the next seat in New York is open. Because whichever one it is, she'll be running for it. Guaranteed. There's a couple of seats. Uh, uh, there's a couple of seats that have some really old, old guys in it, right? From New York that are going to have to retire soon. They're either going to retire or die. Isn't that the same thing? No, but pretty close. When they go, if she isn't, if she hasn't decided on a seat yet, she'll just walk into that, and it'll be the same thing all over again. She can be Congresswoman until she feels like I should run for Senate. I can do more good for America as Senator, and then it'll be, you know, Chelsea, you know, it would be good. You as President of the United States. Your mother could never pull it off, but you, you can. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. Oh, there's no actual. All right, so I'm looking at uh, a story here. An American Airlines employee accused of hitting woman with stroller, uh, narrowly missing the baby. Oh, my gosh. So, more airline news. Good stuff. Good stuff. You love the airlines. You do. You love them. You, You love them. And you just don't want to think anything bad about the airlines. But gosh darn it, they make you. They make you. So I'm trying to see the footage, but all it shows is mom crying with the little baby and people getting all wound up. So so mom isn't crying that she got hit. Mom's crying, oh, I'm sorry, you, you almost hit my baby. Stop it. I, I Look, you want to hate the airlines. We've covered the United stuff before. I mean, you want to hate the airlines at least i do i am i'm tired of them and then there was the story last week that uh broke on saturday about the bride and groom headed to costa rica for their wedding got kicked off the united flight here in houston the couple along with friends were flying from south lake city and had a layover at george bush intercontinental airport i don't know if you've been to george bush in houston but it's not really a small place (laughs) big uh michael hall the groom said he and his fiance amber maxwell were the last to board the plane they noticed a man was spread across their row napping when they approached their seats 24 b and c not wanting to wake the man they decided to sit three rows up in seats 21 b and c they didn't think it would matter because the flight was half full and you'd think it shouldn't matter right well You'd be wrong. In a Boeing 737-800, like the one the couple was on, United considers row 21 economy plus an upgrade. 
Oh, my gosh. So they were trying to steal an upgrade when a man was sleeping on their seats. After sitting, Hull said the flight attendant approached and asked if they were in their ticketed seats. The couple explained they weren't and asked if they could get an upgrade, but instead they were told they needed to return to their assigned seats. After complying with the flight attendant's demand, a U.S. marshal came onto the plane and asked them to get off. The couple cooperated, got off the plane without incident, but they still don't understand why. Uh, I gotta believe there was more to this story. United claims there has actually tried to sit in an upgraded seat repeatedly and they wouldn't follow crew instructions. The airline provided this. Day. We're disappointed any time a customer has an experience that doesn't measure up to our expectations. Aria. These passengers repeatedly attempted to sit in upgraded seating, which they did not purchase, and they would not follow crew instructions to return to their assigned seats. We've been in touch with them, and they've rebooked them on flights tomorrow. All right. Um... What if the plane... See, this pissed me off. If, normally, if the plane is not full, they upgrade people. See, that's the problem. They upgrade people. The flight attendants come along and, oh, would you like to sit Would you like to sit up in first class? Sure. Oh, would you like to sit in business? Okay. Um, you can sit up in these seats. They're more comfortable. We really, we don't, we have the space. That's fine. I know you're ticketed here, but just go sit there. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But since they did it on their own, it's a crime. And I, I've been on, it doesn't happen very often anymore to be on airplanes that uh, have half full status. Um, that doesn't happen very often. Uh, the way they've cut down on flights and maneuvered timelines around the country. I mean, every flight is pretty full. And, I mean, that's good for them, right? Except that they end up overbooking and you get what happened. You know, you get a guy being dragged off. And, by the way, I don't know if we talked about it here or not, but there was a a later video that came out where the doc was pretty, was not aggravated, at least what I saw. Uh, He wasn't mean. He was just saying, I'm not getting off the plane. You can have to drag me off. I'm not getting off the plane. Which kind of, I mean, if he's going to sue them, really that's a problem because he's the one that actually said, hey, I'm not leaving. We're going to have to drag you off, sir. Then you're going to have to drag me off because I'm not getting off. What I still find fascinating is that on that flight, if I'm on that flight, let's say, and I'm questioning whether to take the deal or not. But I don't want to because I want to get home too, just like everybody else. Everybody just wants to get on the plane and get to their destination. And when the airline decides that pilot Joe and flight attendant Mary need to get to the next destination, but they've over, but their plane is full and they're going to kick you off, that's what they get to do. That's special. It's nice of them. And so they did their little lottery thing. And the doc did, played, the, played the bluff, and he lost. So he really should have gotten off. But during that, during that whole time, not one other person on that plane said, I'll go. During that whole time, building up to him getting dragged off the plane, where he said, I'm not getting off the plane. We're going to have to drag you off then. Then drag me off, because I'm not 
getting off the plane. I've paid for my ticket. I need to get home. Played his doctor card. I'm not getting off the plane. At that point, someone, someone should have said, you know what? Stay where you're at, Doc. I'll go. I'll go. There you go. You got your seat. Leave him alone. I'm out. No one did that, though. So all those people whining. I can't believe what they did to him. I can't believe it. Yeah, me either. Me either. I can't believe it either. And especially the lady with the phone. Look what they're doing to him. I can't believe what they're doing to him. Oh, my God. Shut up. And you get off. Now, the flip side, I know. I want to hate the airline. I got it. I want to, I want to hate him. This shouldn't even have been in that. That whole situation was a nightmare. And I'll tell you who needs to be fired. And I have no idea why this has not been the case. Is the United CEO. I mean, he's handled it horribly. On top of which, when the best news you get, there was also a story about a scorpion dropping down and stinging somebody on a United flight. Yeah. When that turns out to be the best news for your airline for the week, something's wrong. And the United CEO said, we're no longer going to use police to remove passengers. Okay. Then I'm not moving. Good luck. God bless. Right? Who's going to move? You going to hope for someone to go? You going to hope for someone to go, okay. You know what? I'll go. Don't worry about it. No. It's not going to happen. I'm not moving. You're not You're not even going to give me the threat of dragging me off? <laughs> or at least by police. I mean, that might be their, their little caveat. We won't use police. Oh, those are police. Those are TSA authority. Okay. Thank you. Those are federal marshals. That's not really police. Police would be local municipalities. Oh, okay. Thank you. Now, the mom with the baby, I don't know the entire story of that. That was on American Airlines. And, you know, I know personally uh, friends with a couple of American Airlines pilots, and they're nice men. Are you saying that women can't be pilots? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Of course not. And I also uh, am uh, familiar with a couple of uh, flight attendants. You know which ones I'm talking about. Uh, that are, you know, that are, uh, well, we got a one American airline flight. And she was a fan of the show. She wanted to talk. It was, it was, it was very nice. It was very nice. And so, I mean, most of the people are pretty nice. But there are some douches. And we run into them all the time when you're flying. You run into them all the time. You run into the the flight the flight look. The flight attendants can do no wrong. In today's world, they could do no wrong. They can't. You can't look at. Did you look at me funny? Get off the plane. I'm calling. I'm calling the federal authorities. Get off the plane. Um, all I was just saying that I want to get off. No one feels comfortable with you flying on this plane. Get off. And. She's right every step of the way. There's no there's no way you win that fight. You just don't. So something's got to break at the airlines. And one of the things that should break is, I don't know, maybe the United CEO say, you know what? 
I really probably should be doing something else. That would be a good start. That would be a good start. Now we talked on the show a while ago about uh, my purchase of a uh, my purchase of the new car, the Rolls. And uh, you know, look, I know I don't want to sound uppity. Not everybody can have a Rolls. I get it. But there was an issue with the steering shaft intermediate coupler. Remember? And uh, I was pretty upset that they weren't going to fix it. Uh, oh, that's, uh, that's that's not a safety issue. We're, we don't have to fix that. However, here's uh, what it will cost, and we can get that done for you in two days. If you just want to leave it. You know, uh, what I want is you to fix it and me to drive away with a zero balance with this joint. Okay, that's what I want. And uh, and I know that uh, we made fun of uh, we made fun of AutoNation. I don't want to say their name, but uh, you know we made fun of them. And, and I just want to say that they uh, are going to fix the rolls. They're going to fix the steering shaft intermediate coupler for me. After I I wrote a strongly worded letter, <laughs> and then uh, and then I went and met with the. Uh, I think he's the assistant general manager or whatever his name was. He called me and, and we met. So all you got to do is just write a strongly worded letter. All you got to do, you're good to go. So anyway, I want to thank uh, I want to thank the car dealership. I don't really want to name who they are. AutoNation. And uh, they were very kind. And uh, my man Derek was uh, very nice, very nice. And uh, they're going to get it taken care of. Huh. Huh. Apparently, he believes that the steering shaft intermediate coupler, who knew that uh, it might be a safety issue? Huh. I'll be darned. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. How in the world are you? Thanks for coming along for the ride. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network, 888-900-3393. All right, so Aaron Hernandez, we talked last week about him uh, getting uh, off on uh, seven counts, uh, only they found him guilty on one count that was uh, the weapons charge. Well, they found him uh, hung uh, earlier this week. Uh, in his cell. Now, some strange, strange things are coming out of this. I mean, it was confirmed that he was hanging in his cell, uh, hung apparently by hung by himself with his bed sheets while he was in solitary confinement. However, it sounds like he was smoking synthetic marijuana uh, before he died. Uh, K two. Or a spice for you hipsters. And according to this article, it's an illegal drug used for recreational use. Duh. Now, it's interesting how someone in solitary confinement could get that, but hey, why ask that question? It's known to be much more dangerous than normal marijuana. Yes. Okay. So, it is confirmed that he was smoking it in solitary confinement before his death. Um, a lot of people claim that he would have never killed himself. Uh, that's one thing that Aaron would not have done. I kind of believe it. 
although it may have been his die his last gift to the family, right? Because we'll find out whether uh, the money that's tied up uh, by courts and judges, maybe that gets released to the kids now, whether he kills himself or whether he got murdered uh, is irrelevant to that. I don't know. Uh, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't found out that piece of the pie yet, but a Bible verse, uh, especially one as famous as John three sixteen, uh, was found written on his forehead before, you know, after he died. So apparently he wrote it on his forehead, then hung himself. Now, if you're going to hang yourself and you're thinking life is bad, I'm going to sit here and do a little K2 in my solitary confinement cell. I just got uh, just got another five years on my life sentence, so I'm life plus five. Man, this spice is good. And then uh, the synthetic marijuana... Oh, no, I want to kill myself. But I'm going to write a Bible verse on my forehead first. Doesn't seem like the thing you'd do. It just, to me, it doesn't seem like the thing that you would do. Does it? I know. It's fascinating. And the guy, no matter what happens, uh, is a fascinating guy. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what comes of it. And I hope his this finally brings some peace something to his family because he's been a been a rough ride for them as well and for him no matter how he died and what the cause of it it's over for him now too right very sad very sad everyone else is such a talent but he was you know he's was just sad so anyway if you uh be careful you start smoking k2 man this is the Jeff Fisher Bible Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. That it is. Welcome to it. How in the world are you? Thanks for coming along for the ride. Appreciate you being here. Have you ever, you know how you get songs stuck in your head? And it just, they won't go away. And there's little things that set it off, right? Like you you walk in a grocery store and they got the music on, whatever music thing they play. And they you hear a song. And you don't really think about the song so much when you're there. It's in your head, but you leave. And, you know, 10 minutes down the road, you're at a red light and you're singing the stupid song. And then you're done for the day. That song is in your head for the rest of the day. Maybe longer. All right. So, I mean, I do I fight to get rid of songs almost every day in my head. And it's and once they're there, it takes a long, some songs it takes a week or more to get out of your head. Well, every week I come in here on Saturdays. Now, I'm here every day. Every other day of the week, I'm here. But when I'm here on Saturday, there's a commercial that airs. And I don't know which one it is. I don't want to know. But I hear it every week. 
And I'm sure the rest of you hear it 8,000 times a day. I got it. Shut up. But it mentions in the stupid commercial fame and fortune. Okay? Every Saturday for the past month and a half, I come in here and I hear that stupid commercial that mentions fame and fortune. And I start singing fame and fortune from Rudolph. Okay? I can't get it out of my head. Fame and fortune, fame and fortune, they will be ours someday. Right? And there it is, the rest of today. Let's be independent together. Rudolph is in my head. I'm hearing stupid Burl Ives and his snowman singing silver and gold. I'm singing Bumble's Bounce. I'm thinking... Yukon Cornelius out looking for gold and silver. All of it. And it all comes from a stupid radio commercial that mentions two words, fame and fortune. I'm just letting you in on a couple of my struggles. Sure, there's terror attacks around the world. Sure, Venezuela is fighting to eat and try to get food. Sure, people are starving. So... Did you hear the commercial that mentioned fame and fortune? And now I'm stuck singing the Rudolph song all day. Okay. Now this song usually sticks with me for about most of today. And then it goes away. Because I know it's coming back again. It's coming around next Saturday. Not the last time you get to hear it. It's coming around again. We'll be playing the hits. So, and you know how frustrating it is. But I, I just, that's an example of songs that get stuck in here. I can't be alone. I can't be. Because when you hear a song and you think, stop listening to it, stop listening to it, or it's going to be there, stop listening to it, or it's going to be there, and it's there forever. Christmas songs, it doesn't matter. Old love songs, old stupid hate songs, whatever it is. And then it's there, and it won't leave. You know, let's like, let's say tonight. We use, we use, Fame and fortune, fame and fortune, they will be ours someday. We'll use that as an example, okay? It'll be gone. I'll be home this afternoon. I'll be watching a Netflix show. I'll pause it to run to the restroom, run to the bathroom, grab another soda. As I'm bending it out of the refrigerator to grab my Coke Zero. Fame. And fortune, there it is again. So, I don't know what to do to get rid of it. There's got to be some kind of anti-song drug. There's got to be some kind of something. You quote me on that. There's got to be some kind of something to make this go away. And you can't, look, I mean, I've tried to play other songs to get other songs in my head to get rid of the one song. Sometimes that might work a little, but then sometimes you end up with two songs in your head. And they battle back and forth. Look, I know. I I know it's a tougher life than most, and I apologize. I got it. I understand that it's a first world problem. I know. I know. I know the people that are suffering after the Taliban attack at the Afghan army base. You know, they're they're not worried about (laughs) the stupid Rudolph song. I got it. And, uh, you know, I can't help it. It's my life. 
So, yeah, it was just going through my head, and I thought I'd share with you, and you're welcome. You know, have you ever thought how to get back at somebody? Oh, he's got a little revenge. This something. You always feel like, you know you're not supposed to, right? But you want to. Sometimes you want to. Well, over the past five months, a gentleman by the name of Matthew Herrick says that 1,100 men have showed up at his home and workplace expecting to have sex with him. Now, first you might think, okay, (laughs) and what are you going to do, say no to them all? 1,100 guys show up? I mean, what, maybe 100 is worth it? Right? Maybe more. Now, they're showing up because of a revenge scheme from his ex-boyfriend who they met on this app, Grinder. I don't know if you know, if you're familiar with Grinder, but it's a dating app for gay and bisexual men. So they met on this app and now they're, they, you know, they're apart, but the ex-boyfriend of Herrick is getting Grinder revenge and he keeps creating fake accounts and these accounts have Herrick's photos and personal details and including falsehoods that claim that he's HIV positive. Look, he's saying he's HIV positive. Guys are still showing up. Weird. He, he invites men to Herrick's apartment and to the restaurant where he works. So sometimes as many as 16 people a day show up looking for Herrick. Now, how would you like, I mean, the joke, I mean, 16 people saying, Hey, you want to have sex? Doesn't sound that bad of a day, but maybe it is. Now, in some instances, they're told, look, he's going to be resistant at first. It's part of an agreed rape fantasy role play. (laughs) It's that is, you know, seriously, it's not funny at all. And what are you going to do when that starts? I mean, look, he's been dealing with this for months now. And uh, they keep showing up. His ex-boyfriend keeps posting new posts under, uh, you know, under different names with uh, some of the same information. It's really uh, brings up some really strong stalking and harassment case in the social media age, right? I mean, what do you, what? How do you a stop it? And what do you do about it to stop it? And what are what about the app? How responsible is the app? I mean, Grinder is the app. I want to say they're just they're being you know they're they're their place where people go set up their accounts, and they've got to try to make sure that that's as real as possible, right? But no, I mean they don't know uh, that it's not. But according to uh, we should talk to this guy at some point, Aaron Mackey, a Frank Stanton legal fellow at the Electronic Frontier Foundation. He might be a good guy to have in the back pocket. Uh, what are the corporate and ethical responsibilities to the users? And, you know, what about the platform being abused? Um, those are big questions in today's world. Um, in 2015, uh, Grindr uh, prevailed in a case and was found not liable in a suit filed by a man who was arrested for a sexual encounter with a minor he met on the app. 
So he gets busted for having sex with the minor, and he's going to blame it on Grinder. I mean, I'd like to hear a little bit more about that case because I kind of think, I mean, one case you want to say, no way Grinder has responsibility, right? You put all the any information, it's up to you. It's your responsibility to find out if the person you're meeting and going out with and hoping to have a sexual encounter with uh, is of age. And the information they told you on this internet app uh, is uh, true. And there's got to be, there are ways that the app can go through, that apps go through information and pictures and try to verify if they're the right person, the different person, the wrong person, uh, if the picture has been filtered. I mean, they they can do that. I don't know how fast it works. Uh, You know, you have so many people signing in and out, using, not using apps, that it would be, you know, kind of difficult. It's like Facebook, right? I mean, Facebook, uh, you know, they got into a big heated thing with the Facebook killer. That wasn't the Facebook killer. Um, but while they obviously feel like they need to be more responsible, I don't know what more they can do. I mean, other than, you know, look, it's their company. They can ban and tell you you can't do what you, you know, whatever they want. Whatever they want. It's their company. You don't like what they do, don't use it. Right, but they've got billions of people using Facebook now. So, I mean, to say that they're responsible for what happens on uh, uh, inside their platform, pretty tough. Pretty tough. They, you know, they obviously are going to do the best they can so that crimes are not committed. But I don't know that you could you could stop that. I don't know that you could stop that at all. Um, you know, they have announced, uh, you know, Facebook, I mean, has have announced, uh, you know, they've trying to uh, have new measures to combat, you know, the revenge porn. But the grinder thing isn't revenge porn. He's just trying, he's setting, <laughs> he's just setting up, you know, fake accounts. I mean, it's a new, a new wave of revenge porn that isn't porn really, but it's, it's more harassment. Uh, just go, and he'll try to say no. It's part of a part of a plan, and they just keep showing up. I just think of that: sixteen people a day show up. <laughs> that would get old fast, fast. So watch yourself. Watch yourself online. It's important. We all love it. We all think it's great. We all use it. We're all, I've made the jokes. I mean, I'm almost at the point of a chip. Not really, but I am. I mean, the, 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 the use of it is so great. I mean, it's just so great to have information and to have access to what we have access to at the f- speed of light. I mean, sometimes it's at the speed of light. Sometimes it takes five whole seconds to download something. <laughs> they have got to fix that problem. But it's great, right? I mean, we we all love it, but there's got to be some. I don't think we're thinking it all the way through. When we all just click yes, 
It's okay. I don't care what information you take from me. It doesn't matter. And so now we're saying at this point, they, they know everything. Who cares? Just let them have it. Well, okay. Should we, Maybe we all should live in that fishbowl fish bowl world. We're kind of almost there. Right? You kind of might as well just when you're out in the world, you might as well act like you're in a movie every day, whatever you do. Because you are. You're being filmed. So you might as well just act the part. Just pretend you're, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing, you're being filmed. Don't forget that you are. As soon as you forget that you are, something's going to happen. For example, we talked. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, uh, insurance and self-driving cars and information, and we joked around a lot about uh, on another show I'm a part of on this network, Pat and Stu's show. We ran uh, Russian dash cams. What got Russian dash cams so prevalent? Fake insurance claims. People were jumping in front of cars and saying, "You hit me," and try to get insurance money or get paid off from that person and to go away. So everybody started putting dash cams in so they could film it all. I just saw a Facebook post from uh, someone that I, I know here in Texas who was saying that they were got they were on the on the freeway. Person starts road raging with them, swerving, coming after them. Tried to swerve into them. He swerved away, not to get hit by the road rager, but hit another car. Now, they're saying that that's his fault, right? Not the road rager, not the other car, or or no fault or whatever. It's his fault because he swerved into the other car, okay? So, if he'd had a dash cam, he'd at least been able to say, this is what happened, this is what caused the accident, and maybe the information on the road rager would be on there so that they could go after him. Maybe not, but at least he'd have video to back up his story now it's just like i mean you feel bad and it sucks but you know what's he supposed to and and, and again what that's the question what's he supposed to do let the road ranger swerve into him or swerve back into the road ranger so you don't hit anybody else and hope that you survive i don't know the answer some would say just ram right into that damn road ranger I got it. Others would say, just be nice, smile, and wave. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Fisher. 
Welcome to the broadcast. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Nice to have you along for the ride today. Lawrence Jones coming up immediately following this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. Now, when you think of important voices in America today, one of the most important voices in America today is Kelly Osborne. I think we all know that. Now, she is releasing a new book in three days. There is no effing secret. I mean, again, most important voices in America today. There is no effing secret. Letters from a badass bitch. Hello? Tell me you don't want to read it. She just did an interview with Pride Source about her sexuality and support for the LGBT community. Asked why she recently wore a hat displaying the phrase, I am gay. The 32-year-old former reality star and singer, and what a darn good singer she is. You know, my honest opinion, everybody's gay. Uh, It is a strictly human thing. You can't put gender on love. As for her sexuality, Osborne told Pride Source, she's not gay, but is open to dating women. Look, I'm open to loving anybody. It's about the person. I don't think it's about sexuality at all. My whole rule is never say never. I've never been in a relationship with a woman, but I don't know that it's not a possibility. Digging deeper into one of the most important voices in America, Pride Source asked her about having a baby with her gay best friend. Osborne laughed and said, Oh, it's inevitable. That's just going to happen. You know, I was so disappointed that I didn't have a gay sibling. I was disappointed that I wasn't gay. Of course, the daughter of Ozzy Osbourne and talk show darling Sharon Osbourne uh, made the headlines. Remember her little headline on The View uh, when she criticized uh, then-presidential candidate Donald Trump uh, on his immigration views by asking, Hey, again, I want to repeat, this is one of the most important voices in America today. Uh, Back in 2015 was where she was just sowing her oats. She was becoming one of the most important voices in America today. If you kick every Latino out of this country, then who is going to be cleaning your toilet, Donald Trump? Wait. If you kick every Latino out of this country, then who is going to be cleaning your toilet, Donald Trump? So, I'm not sure if she means Donald Trump's going to be closing my cleaning my toilet or who's going to be cleaning Donald Trump's toilets. I know what she means. Shut up. She seemed to catch the bigotry of her question and attempted to smooth it out. She was just so horrified. Uh, she was in tears. And Rosie Perez chimed in and said, Latinos are not only people who clean toilets. You are so right, Rosie. 
so right. They're not only people who clean toilets. It's not just Latinos that clean toilets. Absolutely correct, Rosie Perez. But then, after she was in tears, now remember, this is in 2015. She was... She wasn't quite known as being uh, such an important voice in America. She was just, you know, getting her getting her wheels, getting her legs. Um, tears were rolling down her face. And she was concerned others would view her as racist. What? Perez later apologized, saying, Osborne's heart is so pure and righteous. I just adore her. Oh, stop it. There is no effing secret. Letters from a badass bitch. Kelly Osborne, one of the most important voices in America today. You can't put a gender on love. Everybody's gay. It's... Strictly a human thing. Look, I'm disappointed that I wasn't gay. Kelly Osborne, America's Voice. So I don't understand this list on from travel. America's least attractive cities. It's kind of, I mean, there may not be head turners. Let's see, New Yorker who lived in Ohio City from 2010. But Clevelanders are among some of the warmest, most genuine people in the country. So they voted on America's least attractive cities. Number one, based on a full list of America's least attractive cities, number nine. Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee is the ninth least attractive city in America. What? Atlanta, Georgia. Number eight. Coming in at number seven, Tampa, Florida. What? Cigars helped put Tampa on the map when the Key West tobacco magnet moved his factory here in the 1880s. Today, the city is better known for its nightclubs and as the hub for the Tampa Bay region's booming restaurant scene, like newcomer An Swan from local chef Chris Ponte. And that it is for its attractive residents. I mean, I was a resident there for quite some time. You'd think it would have been a voted least attractive then. Better to bring the friends along for the trip is to leave most hopes of romance at home. Tampa scored higher for being a girlfriend getaway destination than for its dating scene. <laughs> uh, I miss Tampa Bay. Yeah, I, my wife, not so much. But I miss, I miss living in Tampa. I miss seeing the ocean. And I love Tampa. Uh, uh, the uh, most unattractive city in America is its seventh? No way. And the restaurant scene is great and always has been. And I haven't had any of this on Swan from Chris Ponte, but I bet you it's great. We started all kinds of restaurants in Cleveland, Ohio, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Charlotte, North Carolina, Spokane, Washington, Sacramento, California, 
coming in at number one. The number one least attractive city in America, Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, people love its revitalized inner harbor and its beautiful historic sites such as the the Arts Pennsylvania Station, 65,000 local buildings on the National Historic Register, 65,000 local buildings on the National Historic Register, old houses, while the city itself is photogenic to the core. And I believe it's also one of the number one cities for rats in America, if I'm not mistaken. Baltimore has slipped down the list from its number four spot and now is the sad honor of being America's least attractive city. Residents shouldn't take the news so badly. They're passionate enough about their hometown sports teams to minimize any potential hurt feelings. <laughs> oh, it's cute, travel and leisure. It's cute. I'm glad to see Baltimore. Baltimore, they've done the, the whole, the inner harbor is gorgeous with their aquarium and the stadium and the new buildings. But then you get outside of that and you go to their 65,000 old houses. Oh no, those are those are not old houses, Jeff. Are you kidding? Are you out of your mind? Those are sixty-five thousand national historic registered homes. Oh okay. Well that must be why you guys are, I don't know, one of the number one leading cities for rats because of the national historic register. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is The Jeff Fisher Show. All right, so you know what? I'm just going to answer you. I'm answering a tweet right now to uh, at Living by the Lake on Twitter, and uh, I started. I re- started to reply, and I'll finish my tweet, but I'll do it on the air live too. Um, at Jeffy MRA at Glenn Beck. How come at the Blaze hasn't aired at Joe Talk Show in several months? Always another show on in its time slot. Uh, dear at Living by the Lake. First of all. Uh, it's not been several months. Uh, we have had some tech issues with how we broadcast the show, where we get the show from. And the show goes uh, up into the stratosphere and then comes back down to where you get it. And then you push it out. And uh, when we got some new equipment, some of the new equipment worked and then it stopped working. So now we have uh, newer equipment and also a different setup. Uh, so you should be uh, hearing uh, the Joe Pags weekend show uh, every Saturday from uh, 6 to 9 Eastern, right? I think that's right, 5 to 8 Central uh, on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, if you are not hearing it, you know that there is another issue with the equipment and I can't make it appear. So when that happens... 
you may hear, I don't know, the show that this network creates, and it airs around the country called the Glenn Beck Weekend, which is a compilation of, you know, Glenn's shows, uh, our shows during the week. And uh, that airs on stations around the country. It's put out there from the premier radio networks, and we air it on Saturday nights. But it's also a generic broadcast show, so uh, I can, you know, I can use it as a a fill if we have an issue, say, with equipment failure, uh, getting, trapping, and recording the shows from the stratosphere, and uh, we're on it, and we're trying to make it better, and hopefully we have made it better. In fact, I looked at. Uh, how they have the new system set up two days ago, and it should be working fine. So you'll still have uh, it'll be should be back loud and strong and proud today. Okay? And I know we had all kinds of issues with the switchover too, with from uh, uh, from uh, Roku and some of the other uh, some of our apps and the stream on the sites. Uh, I had the same issue, but I just logged out, uh, logged back in. Uh, and everything was fine. I think my app, I think I still, I have to get rid of it because I haven't used it in a while. I haven't actually used my app in a while, so I'm going to have to, but I believe I'm told that if, you, if you're still having problems with your app, get rid of it, then download it again because uh, we updated our website and our stream. And we actually, in the long run, uh, while these issues were annoying, and uh, very frustrating. Uh, most of you should have been able to just log out and log back in. Those of you that had the app and were getting the stream at your home computer, whether it be a desktop or a laptop, you may have had to uh, not get rid of the app, but you have to log out and log back in on your main computer, whichever one is your main one, and then uh, do that there, and then log back out and log back in on your app and other systems, and it should work fine. We're, we've actually, uh, well, again, it's frustrating, pain in the rear, no question. It's always frustrating when you try to go get online and you can't, no matter where you're at, right? And this, you you pay for a site, and you you know, go to it and it's agonizing. You can't get in. You don't know what the deal is. Um, we did send out several emails and I know that I posted some stuff on Facebook and on my Twitter account and, uh, for you to uh, call and, um, uh, if you needed more help than what was already there. Uh, but in the long run, uh, this helps us provide content, uh, more content. And it also with an easier way to do it without being beholden to someone else. So uh, that's as far as I'm going with that conversation. But just know that in the long run, uh, it will be much, much better. And I know that it was frustrating and agonizing. And if you're still having problems, I'm sorry, and I don't really know why. But if you go to my Facebook page or my Twitter page, you can scroll down and get the information of uh, to call our help desk and... Uh, We'll get it figured out for you, okay? And uh, that's it. I, I don't. Uh, what else you want me to tell you? What else you want me to tell you? I mean, we can talk about the House Democrat that's introduced legislation to, uh, you know, enhance the Constitution's presidential removal procedures so that he can, <laughs> he can try to get rid of President Trump. <laughs> Good luck.
Good luck, Representative Earl Blumenauer of Oregon. Good luck. But hey, you keep hanging in there fighting because Chelsea will be along helping you other Democrats real soon. Don't you worry about it. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. It is alive. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Welcome to it. Austin, Texas. There's a trial going on. Custody trial between Alex Jones and his wife. The Alex Jones cross-examination happened just the other day. And it began with the unusual question, you haven't had any chili this morning, have you, Mr. Jones? <laughs> and he replied, is that a serious question? Is that a serious question? Uh, because in his deposition, uh, the 43, he's only 43, wow. He does not look that young. Uh, 43-year-old radio and TV personality was unable to recall the names of his children's teachers after eating a big bowl of chili. I can't remember what grade they're in, what school they go to. I just got to eat a big bowl of chili. <laughs> now, I give the guy, you know, I will give him a little bit of break about not knowing who the teacher. Or if you're working and uh, the children are being taken care of with the wife, oh, my God, you called her the wife. And, you know, she's taking the kids to school. You know, you might not know that. You talk to them about school, you do this, you might not know, remember the teacher's name, you know, what grade are you in again, fourth, fifth, sixth, you know, I, I, I give him a little bit of break on that. Now, he would never give me a break about anything, but that's okay, I'll give him a break. Uh, I'll, I'll be nice and, and give Alex a little bit of break. On the witness stand, Jones denied that uh, <laughs> all his provocative rants are performance art or political satire Thursday on the witness stand he denied this chastised the media many of which were in attendance in the gallery for their spin he said he agreed with his lawyer's statements in general but added I disagree with the media's interpretation of the term performance art huh okay all right, because he knows he's in trouble. Because he wants to say, I'm not crazy. It's not really crazy, and I want my kids. This is real. But he wants to say that because he knows that his audience wants it to be real. But when they find out if it isn't real, then he's done. But maybe not. Maybe his audience doesn't care. I mean, his audience hopefully will say, will probably say, look, uh, 
it's Alex Jones, and he had to do this to get his kids back. So, so we it was okay with him lying on the on the stand under oath. It was they're okay with that? That's if that's the case, and you're in his audience. Good for you. Jones testified that Infowars, his company, which traffics in conspiracy theories, libertarian punditry, and some satirical skits, is ninety percent hard news. Okay. At issue is whether Jones brought his work home with him into his family life. Jones testified that it does not. All right. I don't even want to think about work when I get home. I want to be with the kids, swim in the pool, eat some hamburgers. (laughs) I want to be with the kids, swim in the pool, eat some hamburgers. (laughs) Is that what you just want to do, Alex? You know? The kids from the pool eat some hamburgers. His personal life, questioned aggressively by his ex-wife, Kelly Jones' attorney. The, some, the subject of Jones' alcohol and drug use came up. Jones said he smokes pot yearly to monitor its strength. Which, by the way, is how law enforcement does it, according to Alex Jones. Yeah, I smoke it yearly, you know, to monitor the strength. Uh, that's how law enforcement does it. Jones said he sometimes uh, sometimes smokes marijuana nearly yearly to monitor its strength. So that he, that's the quote. I sometimes smoke marijuana nearly yearly to monitor its strength. It's not a surprise this guy was a backer of Donald Trump. I sometimes smokes marijuana nearly yearly to monitor its strength, which is how law enforcement does it. He then added he tests it because he believes it is not too, it is not now too strong. A development he blamed on billionaire and political donor George Soros, who he claimed in court has brain damaged a lot of people. Wait. He, to monitor its strength, which is how law enforcement does it, he tested it because he believes it is now too strong. Oh, I got it. Okay, that it is now too strong, right? It's, the pot is stronger now. Good. A development he planned on, and then that's because uh, George Soros uh, uh, made it stronger and uh, brain damaged a lot of people. I just want to be with the kids, swim in the pool, eat some hamburgers. He addresses marijuana use last February in a popular Joe Rogan podcast, noting it was legal in California where the show was taped and that everybody smokes marijuana on the show. She was taped in California. Jesus. How do we smarter than that? Ha! My mistake. Details of Jones' sex life came up as well as Kelly Jones' attorney suggesting that in his March deposition, Alex said he had sex with another woman while engaged to his current wife. Jones disputed this claim, noting that the sexual relationship was prior to being engaged. Ultimately, there was confusion with the dates and timing, and the line of questioning was dropped. I'd have to see a calendar. (laughs) I'd have to see a calendar. Uh, You get it wrong more than I do. Uh, However, grew frustrated regarding the dates and statements in the desperate. You get it wrong more than I do. <laughs> Jones also appeared aggravated by the media coverage of the trial. During one break in the proceedings, he walked past a corral of reporters in the hallway and muttered, A lot of famous fiction writers out here. <laughs> That's funny. The judge 
didn't realize, uh, apparently the judge didn't realize who Alex Jones was. And so it took her by surprise that the room started filling up. I mean, the first day there was a few people. And the second day there were more, more reporters there. And now she's banned. I believe she's completely banned uh, electronic devices. And she had uh, she had them pass out uh, pads of paper and a pen to the media. So there's no live tweeting going on during the during the testimony, which is very sad because uh, it was great to have uh, uh, what's his face live tweeting. I gotta go back. I'm gonna follow his his from. Uh, I'm gonna follow his tweets here from BuzzFeed. Uh, Charlie Warzel uh, from BuzzFeed News. Uh, he was live tweeting and still covering the uh, Alex Jones trial. Um, out here, get these tweets here. No phone during trial. Best thing on the internet today are the comments on the medium post. Oh, yeah, okay, well, that's fine. I'm not talking about that. Court approved statement of Kelly Jones. That's the X. This is a difficult situation for our family. I ask the media, please respect the rulings of the judge and refrain from relaying any private information about our children. This case is about our children's well-being and best interest. It's not their best interest for either Alex or me to speak to the press during the proceedings. Thank you for maintaining and protecting the confidentiality of our children. I will be available after the proceedings for comment. Um, will you? Will you? What I'd like to know, Kelly, is how come you didn't get the custody to begin with? Uh, it's difficult for the male to get custody of the child from the mother when there is a divorce. Believe me. Okay. And you have to you have to go out of your way for the court to make the man not have to pay. Even if you've already worked out a deal with your soon-to-be ex-spouse that you wouldn't have to pay anything, that you would just take care of certain things and everything would be fine. But then the judge would say, no, since he doesn't have an attorney here, we're going to deduct a bunch of money from his paycheck, every paycheck for, for you and the child. Because we don't trust him. Completely hypothetical case. I wouldn't know anything about anything like that at all. (laughs) Uh, Never, never heard anything like that at all. So anyway, you can follow uh, at C. Warzel uh, for BuzzFeed. He is at the trial. I wish I would be fun to be at that trial. Uh, it would be really, really fun. Except now Alex is done. He, I don't know that he'll have to be there. I mean, he's the one that uh, makes all the fun, right? I mean, he's the one that uh, you want to uh, <laughs> you want to have stayed quoting with all the all the fun bits and pieces, right? He's the one that you want to uh, be quoting. Uh, um, I smoke pot nearly, nearly yearly that quote down right practice that hold on where's that i smoke marijuana nearly yearly uh 
I sometimes I sometimes smokes marijuana nearly yearly to monitor its strength, which is how law enforcement does it. Uh, I test it because uh, I believe it's uh, now too strong uh, because of billionaire and political donor George Soros uh, brain damaged a lot of people with that. So that's why uh, I smoke it nearly yearly so that I can monitor its strength. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. The Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. I'll get that song out of my head yet. I'll get it out of my head yet. If it takes all day of ACDC, I'll get it out of my head. All right, so happy Earth Day, by the way. I apologize. I didn't uh, I didn't wish you happy Earth Day um, in the opening segment of this hour. And I, I want you to have a, a tremendous Earth Day. We're celebrating uh, here at the Blaze Radio Network Studios uh, each hour. In fact, we... This particular picture has been up longer than one hour. It's supposed to rotate each hour. Uh, we're going to have to get some new help around here is what's going to have to happen. Because uh, this particular picture, uh, oh my gosh, did I forget to, oh, I need to find somebody to get rid of me too because I forgot to tweet that. There you go, celebrating Earth Day. There you go. Um so we need a new picture to celebrate Earth Day. We'll do that at the, at the break so we have a different one each hour because we are celebrating here. We'll find out how the march is going in D.C. We'll check in there. I want, I hope that, uh, I hope some, uh, we've had, I don't want confrontations. That's almost too mean. But, uh, you know, perhaps there were some, some people that were aggravated, let's say. We'll, just, we'll leave it at that. Aggravation. So that uh, we can check into the parade of science and climate change in uh, Washington, D.C. today. And hopefully there'll be some news because it's important. And we want people to celebrate in March and figure out how important it is. Because with the new budget, uh, and is there a budget yet? Oh, wait, no. Because uh, if they don't pass a budget, then they're going to shut down Washington, D.C., I think, by next Saturday. Uh, then uh, when we've got uh, – did we do the uh, – did we do the health care? Oh, nope, we didn't do the health care. Did we do the tax reform yet? Oh, no, we didn't do the tax reform yet. However, I would like to say that there is a big uh, tax announcement. This is a big tax announcement coming on Wednesday. Wednesday, a big tax announcement. That will be coming this Wednesday from, uh, from President Trump. So you got that, got that to look forward to. Got that to look forward to. And so uh, apparently we're going to, with the new budget, we're cutting out a bunch of uh, climate. 
is some money that's being spent on climate change. A few bucks. Uh, personally, I believe that every single dollar that we spend on that should be taken away. You want to clean up the earth, spend your own damn money. Go ahead. Nobody wants dirty earth anyway. I mean, you can quote me on that too. Nobody wants dirty earth. No one. Okay? You go to people, I mean, people want to pick up. You don't want litter. You don't want to throw stuff around. Of course not. We do the best we can, but we also want to survive. We're humans. We get to use the earth. And amazingly, um, guess what? The earth regenerates. Oh, wait a second. I just typed in. I got a new I got a new place. A minute. Did it accept it? I just as I'm talking to you, I typed into my I wanted to see my where my uh adopt the planet Earth Day from NASA was. And I typed in Jeffy, J F F Y, and it gave me a new spot. What? Now it said there was sixty four ID number five seven one zero. I knew I should have screenshot I knew I should have screenshot that other one. Damn it. ID number 5710. Location in worldwide. About the data. Explore map. So I want my old location back. My old location was uh, east coast of Africa. Where there's pirates and terrorism. Now I'm stuck out here in the Pacific? No. No. I refuse. I, I, will, I will throw trash in the ocean. I don't want to be off the way out here in the Pacific, off of South America. No, no. That ticks me off. Maybe I have two places now, though. If I keep adopting. Oh, maybe we do that. We go back, adopt a location here. Jeffy. I mean, they got to be the same. It's got to be three Jeffies adopting. It doesn't matter your name. Nope. Oh my gosh, now I'm in the middle of uh, Adopt a Planet Earth Day. Uh, I'm in, uh, where the heck am I? Soviet Union, Russia. <laughs> That's way too cold where that dot is. Way too cold. I will not be taking that piece of the earth. I don't care if there's trash built up to the sky from that place on earth that that where that dot gets way too cold so i guess and this is id number four so oh wait a minute my other number was what 5710 is that what i said id number 5710 okay so this is id number 47497 okay because i don't know my id number for the other one let's see where we go again shall we where we talk to Doc on Earth Day. Where are they taking me now? Oh, they're taking me. Oh, my gosh. This is like way the heck off the coast between Alaska and Russia. Up north. We are not taking that. I'm not going there either. I want my Indian. I want my off of Africa spot back. 45403. So if I keep going. <laughs> Adopt a location. I did. NASA invites you to help us celebrate Earth Day 2017 by visually adopting a piece of Earth as seen from space. Your personalized adoption certificate will feature data from NASA's Earth Observatory. I should have printed it out. 
Print it and share it. See, this is what happens when you don't read the directions. This is what happens when you don't read the directions. This is why you put, that's why cabinets get put together backwards because you don't read the directions. Then explore other locations with our interactive mat and get even more Earth science data from NASA's worldwide website. I've got to start reading the directions. I mean, I, I, my wife is right. My wife is right. I let you read the directions and then you know how to put it together. Let's read the directions and you know how to put it together. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. On the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to the broadcast. Happy, happy Earth Day. I hope that you are finding a way to celebrate. We here at the Blaze Radio Studios have uh, alternated a screen on our television screen on one of our four television screens here in the studio. I'm not doing all three uh, or all four. I'm doing one. One. It's the largest screen in the room. Uh, and we're celebrating Earth Day by rotating screens. Uh, the first was a little koala bear. Uh, the second, what was the second one? Oh, yeah, flowers. And then soon I'll be tweeting out our final Earth Day celebration screen, which is amazing. Uh, it, nothing, nothing says celebrate Earth Day uh, like this particular Earth Day photo. Uh, we also uh, now... Uh, are looking to go to Washington, D.C. I want to check in with uh, Doc Thompson, who was going with the marches and uh, going on Earth Day marches. And he said he had some signs, and I know he was going to be up there tweeting and covering uh, the, the marches. There's a science march. There's Earth Day marches going on in D.C. I mean, it's pretty amazing that people believe that uh, these marches are going to help save them. Uh, really, really strange. Uh, I know that they're thinking that Donald Trump is going to cut most of the Earth Day and climate change money. Uh, Good. Good for him. But I'm sure that it will bring the budget talks to an end. And Washington, D.C. will just shut down next weekend. So it'll be great. Don't you worry about it. But uh, we have March for Science Earth Day uh, going on uh, in Washington, D.C. And our very own Doc Thompson uh, from our, uh, the hell's the name of your show again? Oh yeah, the Hello? morning. Oh yeah, the morning blaze or whatever they call it. Hey Doc, how you doing? Yes, good. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I am fantastic. So, any confrontations? What's going on? Uh, no, we're uh, wandering around right now. They're uh, speechifying on stage. It's really uh, interesting that uh, I see a bunch of signs talking about uh, what the climate's going to be like in thirty years. Meanwhile. They have been unable to effectively predict what the climate will be hour by hour because the rain was supposed to have stopped four hours ago. So it 
they're the you're saying that they're wrong uh yeah yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> they're not gonna get done so I'm it's a be- out here in the rain it's a beautiful day in washington dc good yeah good yeah i'm happy so I, I saw the code sink people nice yeah nice. i mean you remember the code sink people are anti-war people yeah uh, but they're out here for the climate of March course they are Earth day See, uh, I realize there's a lot of mixed messages. This really isn't a uh, a march for science. It's a march for political science. Oh, that's probably that's actually true. Yeah, that's uh, what you got going on here. But you also have, I mean, not long ago, you had Al Gore speaking, saying that uh, these wars, especially in Syria, were brought on because of climate change, and he makes that case. You know, well, I was talking to the Coteen people. About, I'm like, so, you know, what's the number one thing you want to see America do? And they're like, stop the wars to the climate. And I was like, well, what? And they're like, well, the Pentagon's one of the biggest polluters in the planet, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, what about places like North Korea? And they're like, we just need to leave that alone (laughs) because we we have divided them, Jesse. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, how do you deal with Kim Jong-un? You know, the guy tortures and murders literally millions of people. And they said, no, no, um, we need to negotiate with them. Uh-huh. I, said, I said, wait a minute, I said, negotiate? You think he's going to stop? So they're like, absolutely, Saudi Arabia tortures people, and we negotiate with them. And I said, yeah, but they're, they're still torturing people. You just admit it. And they're like, you're not getting it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm no, not no, getting it. No, I'm not. I don't understand. No, right. I'm not. So uh, did you, do you actually have your signs with you and are, are making a, a case for uh, being out there today? Yes. So uh, we were doing this in phases. So right now we've been interviewing people. And staying in here in the rain and covering it that way. And then uh, I'll be pulling out the signs because I made a bunch of signs. And I'm going to try to, uh, in a capitalistic way, uh, sell signs to the anti-capitalists here. <laughs> well, we'll Seriously. I, We're not- now, I, don't know, I don't know what type of signs. I mean, I don't know what type of signs to make for this. So I just took my best guess at a bunch of different signs. And we'll see how that goes. Did you get a uh, permit to sell your signs? No, no, absolutely not. So, I mean, you could be arrested. Yeah, could be, could be. Uh-huh. That's a chance you take. You know, I'm a capitalist. you got to roll those dice sometimes. I, mean, I'm, I'm not, I, I wouldn't want to be a person who would call and report people without. Well, you know, here's the nice thing. Being a capitalist, I'm also willing to uh, to help people who help me, you know. <laughs> well, that's good. That, you know, and I, was just, I was just guessing. I mean, I wouldn't call. I mean, I'm on no, your side. No, of course not. Of course I'm on not. your side. I, you know, I, I appreciate that. I think less of you for not calling, but I, but I appreciate it. <laughs> Is there nothing you care about at all? <laughs> Money, baby. All Money. Right, so, I got mouths to feed. Yeah, well, listen, I thought we were paying for the trip, but apparently we're not. Oh, no, no. The company's paying for the trip, but I could still make some cash on the side. I mean, you know. You know. <laughs> You know, I'm still doing my job out here. But, you That's know, I make a little stuff on the side. So who's you your favorite? You've been interviewing people. Who are some of the, your favorites so far? Um, Code Pink definitely probably our favorite, but um, uh, uh, some of the people, I, uh, this is the best stuff. And you go to the Facebook Live and uh, Facebook.com uh, slash The Blaze, and you can see the coverage there of all of the people from all over the country who came here for Earth Day and flew in or drove in. And I just asked them one after the other, right from, oh, Colorado, how'd you get here? I flew in last night. Oh, okay. Then we get the irony. It's hilarious. Person after person. Where are you staying at? Oh, the Hilton. Right, exactly. Yeah, uh, the whole thing. So, Incredible. how? what's the crowd like? How many people are we getting there? 
Actually, there's a boatload here. Um, oh, well, the boatload, yeah. So that equals two? No, dude, I'm like, I don't know, like, there might be 50,000. Wow. Dude, it's huge. Wow, I that's... mean, it is gigantic. I mean, uh, it, they're all over. They got this whole uh, section by the uh, Washington Monument blocked off and uh, people still on the streets. But, dude, hilarious. They have, they have it blocked off. You have to come in and they're checking bags, right? And everybody's crowding into this, uh, this one area to go through the little bag check. And there's no rhyme or reason. Some people are lining up, going all the way around the block, just to come back to basically the same spot. And other ones are just walking up to the front of the line. So then we find another entrance around the back where there's nobody there, or hardly anybody there. And they're checking bags. And I just walk through. Like, if, if you don't have a bag, just keep walking. If you do, stop over here so we can check it. And I just, I just kept walking. And then... My buddy Chris, who's with me from the Morning Blaze, he just kept walking, too. So, technically, our bags weren't checked. And by technically, I mean the, the bags weren't bags checked. Bags weren't checked. So, I just, I mean, that sounds like it's not that organized, yet it's organized. Right, exactly. Uh, it sounds that way because it's not, yet it is. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's what you would expect. You know, a lot of crazy, a lot of emotion, not a lot of... Uh, information it's ironic that they're talking about you know science marks about it being fact and you know in science and it's not about that it's all emotion and they don't believe in the scientific method if you say the right. science is settled you're not a scientist right the science is never settled wait a minute who's speaking uh some lady about something well, she yeah. sounds like she knows what she's talking about no, they do. They have a steady parade of people. Like, for example, they just it, they had a guy come out on stage and he's like, all right, we're going to bring on our next guest. It's uh, some lady, and she was the first director, female director of NASA in the 60s. And I was like, woo, female. And they're like, okay. And she helped develop the Hubble and some other, like, woo, science. And they're like, okay, her name is such and such. They call her Mother Hubble. They were like, yeah, that's great. And Mother then, Hubble. <laughs> right, right. And then all of a sudden, like this guy walked out and I was like, wow, it doesn't look like mother Hubble or she has an age well or something. <laughs> and it was the band and the band starts playing. And I was like, what happened to mother Hubble? And I was right? mother Hubble. And I was like, so there was just an old lady, like three speakers later. I don't know if that was mother Hubble or not, but so they're not really organized. That's great. Ladies and gentlemen, mother Hubble. No one. So we were supposed to meet some uh, scientists who uh, actually dissent all of this stuff to interview them. And uh, they said, okay, we're at Medical Tent 3. And we're like, okay. So we went around, and I'm like, Medical Tent 3. Nobody knows. Tops, nobody knows. I stop at a Medical Tent, and they're like, Medical Tent number 1. I go to the next one. I'm like, this Medical Tent number is 3, and they're like, no, it's Medical Tent number 2. They go, 3 is the next one down. So I go down there, and I go, this Medical Tent number 3? No, this is 2. And I said, they just said that was 2. No, they're wrong. This is 2. So I go back to the second, uh, the first 2. And they go, no, this is 2. I'm telling you. So finally, I walk around the back of medical tent number two that they claim it says medical tent number three. So it sounds kind of like they're not organized, but they are. It sounds that way because you're right. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. Well, yeah, stay- so this is a, it's crazy. And all of this with a light missing rain. By the way, this is medical tent three. It says it on the back. Okay. Okay. Yeah, just give me a heads up. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm helping out. That's so nice of you. Now, is the person that you're supposed to speak to there? Yeah, they're there. I oh, okay. He's uh, setting up so we can interview him in a few. Okay, good. good. They just didn't know what the hell tent they were at. No, our people did. It's the people that have No, no, I understand. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, no. Because yeah. it sounds like they're organized, right, right. but they're not. Uh-huh. 
Yes, that's exactly right. Oh, yeah. the band's here. Oh, yeah. Hear that? Oh, yeah, it's, Mother, it? it's Mother Hubble again. Mother All Hubble right. again. She's, she's on the horn. She might be on keyboard. I love Mother Hubble. Great hey, band. That was my favorite rock band of the 50s. Oh, I loved them. All right, uh, Doc, right. I'm going to let you go. Don't get arrested, whatever you do. If okay, wait, you, what was that again? What was that again? Do not get arrested. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm losing you. I can't. Sorry, can't hear you. Oh, man. The band's See, playing. Oh, no, Mother Hubble. Oh, no. I hope sorry. he's okay. I hope he ends up okay. Banana. Hope he ends up. Oh, man. Oh, 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 no. Oh, man. Okay, he's. we've lost him. It's going to be a real shame when he gets arrested, I'll tell you that. Because I'm calling up there. He doesn't have. He doesn't have any kind of permit or anything to be selling his signs. That's illegal. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show. Happy Earth Day. Seriously, happy Earth Day. I mean that with every every ounce of blood pumping through my heart. Happy Earth Day. Okay. Before I let you go, Lawrence Jones is standing by. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he wants to shoot ISIS. Who cares? With his, oh, please come to my house. I'll shoot you with my egg. Okay. Will you, Lawrence? Will you? Okay. Good luck. God bless. Tomorrow night. No, Monday night. Today is Saturday, right? Today is Saturday, the 22nd, Earth Day. Tomorrow, Sunday, next day, Monday, the 24th. Monday, the 24th at midnight. Monday going into Tuesday is one of the final witches brew that they're going to get together. And they started in February, remember? With the mass ritual. And they're going to try to... uh, get rid of Donald Trump and they want to um, really really put a spell to bind Donald Trump into all those who abet him and it's going to be coming up uh, Monday night um, and this now apparently this they're going to keep going uh, until he's driven from office but as far as I know this was the last one on the schedule so I'll have to check the witch's brew schedule um sometime in the next few days to make sure, you know, see the what ones are coming up. But uh, look, it's official. They've got a Facebook page. There's going to be news op uh, organizations, and I know that they're, you know, people are looking to talk to them. All I care about is I want you to do the spell and do it right. I'll tweet it out again for you. But remember, maybe uh, Brad and I will, I know we did it once on the uh, Facebook Live. Maybe we'll go through it again uh, later today on a Facebook Live, but, I mean, you need your your tarot card from any deck, your, your tower tarot card. Uh, you need a tiny stub of an orange candle. Uh, you need a pin or small nail. You need a white candle, any size. You need a small bowl of water representing, uh, guess, guess what a small bowl of water represents? Water. 
You need a small bowl of salt. That represents earth. You need a feather, any. That represents air. You need matches or a lighter, an ashtray or a dish of sand. Now, this is optional, but if you really want to get rid of Donald Trump, you want want to have even the optional pieces. You want a, a piece of pyrite. That's fool's gold. Sulfur, black thread, baby carrot. And you need to write uh, Donald J. Trump on the orange candle. You need to arrange the other items in a pleasing circle in front of you. You lean lean the tower card against something so that it's standing up vertically. You don't want it just laying down there. (laughs) That would be stupid, but everybody knows that. Uh, You need to say a prayer of protection uh, and invoke a blessing from your preferred spirit or deity. We all have our preferred spirit or deity, right? And uh, then... You need to uh, say, light the white candle and read the entire. Uh, Hear me, O spirits of water, earth, fire, and air, heavenly hosts, demons of the infernal realms, and spirits of the ancestors. Light the inscribed orange candle now, as soon as you get done saying that. I call upon you to bind Donald J. Trump so that his malignant works may fail utterly. That he, I gotta stop doing this because I don't want anything bad to happen to Donald Trump if I start doing witch's brew on the air live. Ooh. Monday night. Oh, this uh, is the Jeff out. Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.